0: Hello everyone, welcome to yet another episode of podcast series Humans of Mitti Ram. Today we have with us Dega Ramya Tulasi. She is a contributing writer for the Armchair Journal and Ritical website. She is a content creator and researcher for Growth Fested Digital Agency. She is a national secretary for research and analysis unit for the National Youth Council of India. Also, she is the country ambassador from India for Kalinga, which is a Russian organization. And she is the ambassador for, from India for World Literacy Foundation and Global Wellbeing Action Representative from India for Reimagining Society. On behalf of Mitti Kerang Ramya, I welcome you. Thank you so much, Diksha, for the warm welcome. It was really great. Okay, so Ram, before we start, uh, so let's start the session. My first uh, thing that I would like to know from you is, tell us about yourself and how you got into these organizations. Yes, uh,
1: good afternoon and uh, good evening everyone uh, who are watching this. My name is Rami Tulsi and uh, you may be not knowing the backstory that I have faced. So I would like to share all my journey till now. Because uh, uh, I really think that coming out, coming till here was very difficult for me as well. It was a difficult path for me. Uh, and I would like to share that because uh, in my 12th, there was a turning point. Uh, I, I failed my 12th Maths Board exams. Uh, you heard me right, I failed my 12th. For every student, uh, Maths Board exams are really very crucial and uh, I failed them. And that was a really turning point where I looked on that where I was going on and what I want to do in future. Will i have any future or not so it uh, all my relatives my friends and all the People were back of me that uh, you know I cannot do anything in life uh, if I don't pass my 12th board exams at least. Because uh, as a student, I was really an average student to say. I even now I'm an average student. I don't uh, I don't feel any guilty in admitting that I score 50% and only 60%. It's it's not a problem. You know, if you're an average student, it's not a problem at all. And education is important, I know uh, that, but some students only grasp that much and some students score 95% or cent percent It's it depends on them, you know, the way they study, the environment and everything, it depends on them. I, uh, I was not uh, uh, into so much of academic area, uh, I was into more of extracurricular activities like all the uh, extracurricular activities in the school, school and sports activities, I used to participate in everything, I used to not leave any of the functions or you know seminars, everything I used to attend, but the day came when I realized that uh, I was going nowhere because I had to come out of my fears. Maths was my biggest fear in my 12th standard, which I think so many of the students would be also having because uh, as a student, I know that uh, many of them would also be thinking of, you know, how can a student fail a maths exam? It's true. Sometimes it happens in any of our lives and then uh, my parents supported me a lot uh, i had their back and they told me that give uh, the in, in my 12th we had a compartment exam which comes after uh, 2 3 months uh, after we get the results it will be around in august and september we get the results so i gave that exam again in the meanwhile i met a guru who is uh, known as uh, who is my ultimate guru I think so because he changed my life perspective totally he is uh, suffering from uh, brain tumor since uh, 10-12 years now and uh, because of his motivation his life uh, and by seeing his you know achievements uh, I I could understand the pain and you know come out of my pain at least and uh, come out with flying colours I would say he motivated me a lot after my parents I would say he's the one I watch for everything and when I cleared my uh, maths exam, he was like, oh, come on Ramya, let's have a party. And, you know, it, it brings us happiness that, you know, it, though I just passed my maths exam, it, it really meant... A lot for him and for my parents even uh, we had a bash party uh, in my home uh, like celebrating with all the food and cool drinks and stuff with my parents I really enjoyed that because my parents believe that even you should uh, you know uh, have a party when you fail or you succeed in your life that is the most turning points you should remember and you know you, know, you, mean, you, know, you need to enjoy everything you face in your life and when I, uh, when I cleared my board exams, uh, I took a one year long break because there was no degree college or engineering college. I couldn't even clear my MSET or uh, MSET even because I scored very least. I literally scored negative marks in them, I would say. And I was not given admission in any of the colleges. So I thought of taking a break and thinking about my future, that uh, should I be going to engineering or doctor or whichever field I feel and my interest was on civil services so i uh, took a long one year break i studied about civil services how can i pursue it or how, how should i go about it what are the strategies how can i plan for my future and everything then i uh, jo- then i joined a college a normal uh, affiliated college of usmania university in hyderabad and i started my civil services preparation from there So uh, in civil services it is required that you need to have a strong base on writing skills and from there my journey of writing started because uh, I didn't know a single word at least in the vocabulary because I was so poor in uh, writing and uh, I didn't even structure a line properly I would say in the starting and when I literally uh, when my professor said that this is not the standard you need to have for a civil service aspirant. I literally thought that I would never do it because again, this is the second time I faced a really back out. That you know, professor saying that you will never do do it, and it gives a kick that you know I need to prove the professor wrong that I can do it myself. So I uh, I have done a lot of research on writing. Like how should I how should I write in question and answers? How should I uh, start the introduction? Start the body? formulate it in a structured manner and everything I really started from the scratch of writing itself because I didn't have I had my uh, you know lecturers, professors guidance in writing as uh, I was studying in a degree college The those subjects I studied were including the civil services subjects which are economics, history and public administration so I had them back uh, guiding me all the time that how should I write and after writing uh, I got to know that one day my professor, uh, who who used to teach us the sociology subject in our class, told that one day if you get a chance to publish your work on any platforms, go for it. Don't think of second, uh, second don't have any second thoughts on anything, just go for it. So I thought of, I thought about that deeply, that why can't I publish my writings as well on our websites or anything. So I started searching for the websites, where can I find published, where can I publish my articles or my write-ups, I found out a few websites uh, where they would be taking, uh, you know, are online essay competitions. Like, even for the viewers who are watching, it is a very good platform that, you know, you need to go from the base. If you want to go into writing or, you know, graphic designing, any editing field or anything, there are many platforms which give you the base, which where you can find out about your work. There I started and it slowly, you know, turned into a passion of writing. I I faced really many backouts because my many write-ups were rejected because it was not up to the standard. Up to the level that they expected i really feel i really thought that i wouldn't make up even one write up on the platforms the online platforms but uh, slowly i build up my that three years of my degree, I started to build up on the research and content writing part because that is the main. That should be there for a writer. So I, I thought that let me have a base strong base first, and then I will approach the institutions. Then then I could get some uh, you know positive uh, uh, impact on things that I do. So from there it started, and uh, when I started my post graduation degree, I slowly started uh, consulting the you know. Uh, Uh, online journals, write-up journals and everywhere Uh, from there I got to know about armchair journal and I uh, I talked to them and uh, I have sent my few write-ups uh, and they thought that it could be improved. Uh, not so that it was up to the mark uh, of their standard but they told that they would be guiding me and they would be giving comments on my write-ups and everything. So it all started from there. Like The organizations I am tied up with also I searched, browsed a lot. I met new people in the conferences. I went to uh, conferences in national and in international levels which were organized in India there I met few people and from there networking I got to know about these organizations like that I linked up to these organizations. It was not a one day task, it was whole uh, of a long journey for me as well. Well
0: uh, I must say that that's quite inspiring because you know in a when we passed our 11 and 12 at that time, before the 10 we used to hear you have to get the 10 then it, it is a big deal when we go to 12 then you're like okay 10 was done now you have to get uh, once 12 is done it, it will be all set so you get that thing and once you just get a roadblock and to move forward from them it takes a lot of self-confidence also because then you start somewhere fearing like okay if, they have done and I was not able to do what I'm gonna do so if a fear starts developing so Ramya how you con- conquered your fear like how you overcame that yes fear is the big barrier I would
1: say for every one of us because we must every one of us have will have one or the the fear maybe academics or maybe you know stage fear or some other speaking fear or something else but breaking that is a big challenge for us. For me, it was bigger than that because I was actually literally an average student and for me, breaking even Maths exam was difficult. You know how uh, I literally, st- I don't know how did I even pass it out actually. My lecturers would actually say that you even did not pass your 12th. How come? Like. How come a student couldn't pass a twelfth uh, maths exam? It it was shocking for everyone, you know. But that is the truth. Uh, I cannot do anything with that. But the fear was that uh, regarding my maths exam. Um, Uh, Maybe the schooling was uh, like uh, It was a copy-paste thing for me In my tuition and uh, college school uh, Because whatever they used to uh, keep on the board I used to just copy it down to my notes That happens in the school usually So I didn't uh, practice more on my mathematics and everything But later on when I have to take the second exam I had done a lot of practice and a lot of sessions And a lot of mock tests for that that I have done it uh, because I have not done it in the first time but breaking the you know fear is very important so that you know that you will come out of your comfort zone then only uh, fear is like you are in the four walls of your comfort zone because you are comfortable in the place you, you are there if you are trying to come out, come with a new ideas or you know you, you want to take out the fear of speaking skills many uh, I would say one example In my degree college we had an English sir who who used to just give 5 or 10 minutes in the starting of the class and give the mic and tell the students that you know whatever you want to speak come and speak on the stage so that you know students get uh, inculcated with the uh, thing of you know coming on the stage and showing up for themselves and for you know inculcating that uh, there is no kind of stage fear for them I was the first person who used to go out and uh, speak blah 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 whatever comes to my mind some days I don't even know what could I speak on the stage itself but that is needed actually if you don't know what you are speaking just go there and speak that is the main thing you have stepped out than others you are one foot ahead so that that is the thing that is needed So you need to take up that courage, maybe you may have internal motivation or you know your parents, your friends, there may be the external support for you but if you don't take the first step then it will not work out because I had my many friends uh, who have the fear you know of uh, stage fear or speaking skills English or Hindi maybe i told them to come out and speak with me or speak on the stage just a 40 to 50 students or even 10 to 5 students maybe but they used to not come out because of that fear you know though how much time i have pushed them to go and speak go and speak but that should come from themselves that you know i need to take this fear out from me it it, it is not to be carried on for a lifelong uh, journey i need to get out and explore myself so That should be a inner motivation of yours, that, you know, people should be aware of this, that we need to take this along, uh, you know, uh, the wall of fears from the life. That should be the main motivation. That's why I, I could do it. And now still I have some fears in me. Uh, so i'm slowly coming out of that uh, as well because every stage of our life has some or the other pressure fears and everything so slowly we need to learn it's not it's a lifelong
0: journey to learn okay so also uh, i can relate to your journey like when you say that your teacher used to tell because i still remember i was in class 2 when i spoke in my morning assembly with a full crowd of around 1000 students with the teachers and that, that was my first uh, stage speaking i will say that i first spoke in the mic to a huge audience so and i i also feel that once you break a fear of a certain thing then to break the fears of other domains it becomes a bit easier because then you get like yes if i have done that i can do that also because I know how to do it and also you said one thing that while writing the journals and everything many a times you were rejected and you said that this is not the level we wanted so it was its very obvious for someone to feel very low and very less motivated how you kept yourself motivated like Abini what we will go for the next time and we will try again and we will crack it how you kept that motivation
1: Yes, for me this came from my parents, I would say I have inherited this uh, intrinsic motivation from my both parents From my mother, she has a much patience level in her Though all the mothers have this patience level, you know, we need to learn from them And uh, every mother has this and even my mother had a lot of patience level And I slowly learned how to be patience and how to be calm in the pressure, you know, in the level of pressure we have as well you know, when, when, um, when there is a lot of, you know, there are, there were situations when suddenly guests used to come to our home and there was nothing to cook and nothing to, you know, feed them with and my mother just brings out something or the other, makes something and, you know, creates something and she feeds with that so it's kind of a, you know, patience level and the mind that she has in that presence of movement so that I inculcated with her, and my father is a state government employee. He's a um, assistant excise superintendent for prohibition and excise department. He has already the motivation uh, of nation building and nation creation, all the things in him, in mind. So we have a friendly chat. I, I and my father usually have a friendly chat. He tells me about his uh, life story because he began his life in a small hut. They were really very poor. Uh, his family was really very poor. They had no electricity in their village, and they have slowly come out to the city city for studies, and then they have come out, you know, for competitive exams. How did they prepare? What were the situations they faced? And all those things really motivated me a lot because. My father's life stories are my building steps I would say because every uh, every, na- every night uh, I, I lie on my father's you know hand and we just have a small uh, sweet chat of his life and my life and how to conquer these fears and I would also say that you know I have so much of these pressures and everything how should I I used to ask his guidance as well because without parents guidance because they have more experience than us so we need to learn from them as well so they have guided me very well in these all days and even my friends they supported me that they firstly uh, they did not support me I would frankly say that because some of our friends will not support because what will they say usually you know things after we doing something and coming up uh, with the bright colors out they then say, are, mujhe pata tha, tu kar so it, it happens, you know, the, these all things happen in life. And now all my friends support me well and I have their back. They they chat with me every day, they're telling me that you are inspiration for me. And I get messages from many strangers that your story is an inspiration for me. I would also like to work as you you are determined to work and that's really great you know for me coming out with this uh, uh, story was also difficult because firstly i thought that if people hear that i am i have failed my 12th standard they would judge me on on that and what my parents said that it's okay to be a failure uh, it's okay to fail in any uh, you, you may fail in whole of your life also it's fine but you need to learn from your failures every failure you need to learn something so I learned a lot from my first failure that uh, maths is not a subject that should be fear of so I have taken um, MA Financial Economics in my post graduation which is uh, like uh, maths is also included in my economic subject so I kind of uh, thought that you know not to uh, distract myself of thinking that maths is a subject that I cannot deal with so I have included that in my post graduation as well so now I am sort of familiar with it so I don't fear much of it So it's like that. You need to tackle your fears in that way. And my parents, my uh, lecturers, my teachers, my friends all supported me. And uh, firstly, I would say that no one will be supporting you when you start your something initiative or, you know, you fail something or you face a drastic failure. But later on, when you get up and you say that I can do it. Then only people will be start, you know, will start uh, acknowledging your efforts. I would say first you start it, and then you ask people to do it. Until you start, there is nothing
0: that can happen. Wow, Ramya Like after hearing a story, the one quotation that fits perfectly is failure is the stepping stone of success like you have lived through that condition I must say that so uh, moving forward uh, after hearing all the story and where you are working so our audience will be curious like how you have joined so I would like you to tell our audience like if they want to join any of the organizations that you are working with how they can join and what's the process and everything.
1: Uh, yes um, all the organizations i'm working for they are open for the youth to join and it's not impossible for you guys to join as well you can because you we all are uh, on the same age gap and we would like to see a changing future ahead we would like to be the next change makers so many people would be thinking that how can i join these organizations and all so i would like to guide them in a manner uh, I work with the, the Vertical website and armchair journal as a writer. So if you like to write for the journal, you can also apply to be a writer, contributing writer. You can go to the armchair journal page and you know you can apply there as well. In the Vertical, also if uh, I approach the Vertical website after I have contributed around 10 to 15 articles because they needed a, someone uh, experienced writer for their write up. So I approach them after I having a strong base so if you are a starter in the start if you are in the starting point in the writing so please start with armchair journal and even in the armchair journal nowadays we have started with the campus ambassador programs like uh, students can also join uh, like who don't want to write who just want to write a limited you know articles like one or two and publish them and see their ability to write and also uh, promote it on social media or in their areas. Campus Ambassadors literally do the promoting of the journals. So we have opened them as well. They are also on the website. You can go on the Armchair Journal website and register. I'm actually mentoring the Armchair Journal companions, which are ambassadors, like mentoring them in how to come, how to market the journal. And uh, we are looking into that as well with my co-friend in the journal so it's it's kind of easy if you want to start your writing skills and explore if you can write or not and i'm also working with the national youth council of india as a national secretary for research and analysis unit so uh, according to my writing i was selected as a national secretary because i was well uh, equipped with the research and writing skills so uh, if you are not interested in writing and if you want to work in the social field social service field like helping the other other uh, you know people who want to reach uh, to any level like uh, you can work with them you can apply in the national youth council of india portal there is uh, like state wise openings for each state there are state presidents district presidents and regional level under level presidents and all of them will be working together on any of the issues like in their area there will be some water problem so you can you guys can come together and come with a solution and you can present it to the district collector, saying that from National Youth Council of India members we are so and so so we would like to propose for a solution so you guys can also contribute yourself in terms of social services so there is nothing that cannot be done because a small help for your community can, ha- can do a lot can do a lot for your community, for India as well. It, it only starts from a small step. You just need to take one step ahead from others to make a change. And if you, I am also working with the Kalinka group of organization, which is a Russian organization. Uh, I came across this when I was searching on the Facebook pages, literally. Because uh, nowadays we have many Facebook pages, many youth groups of Facebook pages. So, like that i found out this page and there are around 50 to 60 country uh, ambassadors now we have covered and uh, soon we will be organizing an international youth conference in russia as well we are planning for it kalinka is planning for a national youth, international youth conference so if you would like to be part of you know a nation building from your country like i'm from india and there are three other four other co members from India as well, so you can also be part that's not a big issue as well. So you can just uh, go to Kaninka group uh, Facebook page and uh, contact the member there, and you can tell him your about your work, about your contribution you want to do to the society, and why do you want to be a part of this organization. So they will definitely consider you, and I assure of that. If you if you are not sure <laughs> if you if you have any problem you can just contact me anytime it's you no know, I don't have any problem if anyone wants my help in any way I would be definitely happy to give my services my help to anyone and uh, uh, coming to reimagining society uh, I'm representing as a global action representative we work on the well-being of people like uh, now uh, recently we have conducted three webinars which are media literacy, suicide prevention and unemployment so these are all the you know before we have connected even one more which is on Yemen uh, situation of the Yemen people because Yemen is a country which is like which has no voice now in the uh, you know world which is not heard of so we are bringing out some of the very pressing issues that needs to be addressed and uh, these are all the well-being matters that uh, you know we believe that uh, well-being is a very important part of our life even the economic financial mental everything you know uh, nowadays we are facing the mental uh, things that you know our mental health is very drastically affected because of all the things happening maybe Shushan Singh Rajput's case or UGC net versus you know central government for final year exams, even I am facing some of the issues that my, I don't know when will be my final year exam. So I have so much of pressure in me as well. So it's it's definitely normal for us to face these pressure, failures and everything in our life. So we need to just, uh, you know, all these organizations are a helping hand for any sustainable development goal or any terms of, you know, coming out of with a solution, with a sustainable solution. Because all the young minds from different countries, different states, are on one platform now, finding out the solutions. So by 2030, I would definitely say that these youth will will create a definitely better future than now. So if you want to be part of these organizations, you can just contact me or contact the following, uh, following that I have mentioned above.
0: Okay Ramya, so as you mentioned about the SDGs, so I would like to know more from you about the SDGs, like how it is happening in India and what are the different SDGs and if someone wants to contribute to that, how can someone do that? Tell us more about it.
1: Yes, uh, usually uh, Sustainable Development Goals, SDG, are the goals which are adopted by the United Nations Member States in 2015. As a universal call to end poverty, or end climate change, uh, or ensure the people enjoy peace and prosperity by 2030, these are for the these are the goals for 2030. So there are 17 sustainable development goals, uh, which are like no poverty, uh, no hunger, zero hunger, quality education, good health and well-being clean water and sanitation, gender equality, decent work and economic growth, affordable and clean energy, reduce inequalities, industry innovation and infrastructure, responsible consumption and production, sustainable cities and communities, climate action, life below water, peace justice and strong institutions life on on land partnership for the goals so these are the 17 you know sustainable development goals and i would say how uh, i would say that uh, all the 17 sustainable goals are related to our life in one or the other way we are all connected to all the 17 sustainable development goals because if we see um, if we see you know quality education now India has bought the new like, uh, education policy as we know education policy 2020. So you know this contributes to the quality education because that education policy has bought so many changes for the education of the India and there are a lot of you know uh, curriculum uh, extracurricular activities and uh, internships projects added into the you know early stages of education education system so that also contributes to the quality education and uh, and even in the good health and well-being sector of uh, sustainable development goals if we see uh now uh, this covid pandemic has come out and each state is doing their best to contribute in terms of financial or you know uh even um even our madras university where i study my post-graduation we heard that our hostel is being transformed into a COVID center for to help the you know COVID patients in tamil nadu so this is a kind of uh, help that you know states provide in terms of good health and well-being, uh, sustainable development goal as well. So one or the other way, we are connected uh, with these sustainable development goals. And um, I would say, if you, Indian government is doing a lot in these, in uh, doing, you know, contributing itself into sustainable development goals. We have Swachh Bharat Mission uh, for the clean India, Make in India, Made in India. So and also for, to reduce inequalities and gender justice, in the recent time we heard that uh, Assam armed forces have, uh, where women Assam armed forces has been included. Uh, in terms of you know in the border in the border of India and uh, China, so there we can see that you know even women are into in combating the uh, you know army forces and everything. So even India Indian government is doing it, and even as individuals and organizations civil society members we are also contributing to sustainable development goals one or the other day uh, i have my friend who is uh, vivek gaurav founder of pune ploggers and he's doing a lot of work uh, regarding the environment uh, they are the uh, they do the plogging which is called the you know uh, by uh, jogging you can pick up the trash and that is again recycled reused and repurposed for the materials that are that are collected while uh, doing jogging so, it is kind of one way that or, that his organization and the volunteers working under him are contributing to sustainable development goals. And even I am uh, doing the same in my home. If you see, see uh, can you see this? So, yeah, this is a small uh, container of plastic. So, I turned it into a pen stand. So, you know, you can use such kind of household materials and turn them into re- reusable things. Oh, you do have it. Nice. See, you're contributing in one way to the Sustainable Development Goals. So, you know, this is the way I'm saying that we are all connected to Sustainable Development Goals. So, one or the other way we are contributing. So, don't need to worry that we are not part of, you know, contribution of our nation. Because all these plastics or the materials that are household, which are going into trash, we are using them. So that is a kind of contribution for our nation. So be proud of it. I would say it's it's nothing uh, to be you know ashamed of. You know doing it's it's actually thing that we need to do now. We need to start from our home. Then we need to do it in our societies. Then into communities. Then into national and state levels. Then in international levels. So it it kind it's kind of a transformation that is needed. So yes, uh, sustainable development
0: goals are very very important in our life okay so uh, ramya being the national secretary of uh, youth national youth council and other organizations where you are quite related with the sdgs what you think what's your take on the sdgs uh, condition or how far you think the sdgs have uh, succeeded in india and how far it can succeed what's your take on that uh, yes uh though uh, as i have uh, you know studied
1: the sustainable development goals in my research as in my writings as well as a background researching and everything so there are many communities that are contributing in it and we can see the future of you know sustainable india or sustainable societies because every one of us is in one or the other way connected to all the sustainable development goals and even government of India is working well on it though we all have we all think that there are many loopholes in the government uh, you know proceedings or doing justice or something else but one or the other that is all the other side of the coin the one side of the coin we can look in positive way is that yes we are contributing ourselves into sustainable development goals government is also doing even um, uh, the individual members like I said Vivek Gaurav or me myself I'm doing in my write-ups I'm providing the solutions for sustainable development goals how can we have a uh, creative society and a sustainable society in the future so yes there is a lot of possibility of happening the change that we want to see and young minds like you and me are same, are on the same ta- platform today so we will find in the future also there will be many uh, like us on the same platform contributing their uh, innovative ideas or any ideas on the future you know for sustainable development goals so yes india will see a bright india has a bright future in terms of sustainable development goals
0: okay so now we are almost at the end of our session So my last question to you will be how you have managed so many things at a single time. Like people go nuts when we talk about multitasking. They were like, How can we do that? This is whatever. They just go like nuts. How calmly you have managed everything and what is your advice to the audience who are just thinking about multitasking is something very impossible.
1: Yes, uh, firstly I would say it was difficult for me in the starting as well because I started all this in my post graduation first year, first semester and people used to me call that uh, have I lost my nuts or what, what was I doing like uh, I'm not concentrating on my academic studies nor my you know usual test exams or you know I used to do a lot of night work, I'm a night person so I used to do a lot lot of midnight works on writing, researching, and you know, contributing all the things. I used to woke up late and sleep in the class sometimes because I because of tiredness and fatigueness I used to face after working late nights. It was difficult for me in the start. I would say that if you are working with so many organizations, it would really cost a lot of your health and you know your time management you need to have a good schedule of work when to do what to do how to do everything should be a in a planned way, but when I started doing it, I didn't had any plan. I I didn't know how to segregate all these things into a you know pl- into a platter. And I was literally on no clue. Many of my friends were really scolding me in Tamil, Malayalam. I don't know when I was in you know in my Madras University. I have my friends of from Tamil Nadu and uh, other states, Kerala and everyone. So they used to scold me that what was I doing, you know, in their local language. I used to not understand it definitely. So it's like that because they don't understand what was I doing, and even I'm not understanding what was I doing. So it takes time. Startingly, when you start slowly, it takes time for you to segregate everything, to manage, to create a timetable for yourself. But slowly, when I completed my fourth semester uh, with a lot of effort, after managing all these small things, I got to know that where should I focus less where should i focus more when to focus and how to focus there So once everything is clear, I got a clear timetable that, you know, this needs this much time of work to be done. This needs less time of work to be done. So that is the kind of thing that you need to inculcate in yourself. This is a learning process. So it's not a one day thing that I also got to know. Uh, I used to go, uh, you know, I used to lose nuts sometimes between my friends. Whenever they used to have party, I used to sit and write notes. Because I used to not concentrate on the class. So I used to write notes in the midnight uh, of the hostel so you know it It, it really ta- it has really taken so much of my efforts my health and everything but uh, later when I understood everything I kind of managed now it, it's a piece of cake for me after after working with, with after working after one year I got to know that you know uh this is a kind of very simple task for me to do it's i'm um, i'm really into i love multitasking now i can do it with, uh, even 10 more organizations with the same focus so that needs to be in mind as well you need to do the same uh focus of work with each and every organization you give up you need to give your best for them you cannot give 10 to one and 90 percent to other your credibility will be you know judged there so you need to be hundred percent in every organization you work with so that's my only thing that if you if you want if you love doing multitasking and if you love to contribute your work voluntarily more it's not of a monetary purpose i would say it's from your heart that you want to contribute to your society your nation in nation building in one or the other way you can do it there is nothing like impossible for me it's it's definitely not because uh, you can take my example i came from you know Failing my twelfth maths boards to now, you know, doing all these stuff, it's it's really possible. You can do it as well. It's no, no kind of Jadu, mantra tonas, nothing is used in here. It's it's a normal. It's not impossible as well.
0: Okay, so that was a very wonderful session with you, Ramya. The three things that I learned today uh, during this session is first, it's okay to fail, and your failure should be your learning stone. Second, you have to be very patient when if you want to do something, you have to be very patient. And third, you have to believe in yourself that yes, I can do it. So with that patience and with that learning, you can you have to have the belief that you can do it. So thank you so much, Ramya, for joining with us today. And it was indeed a very beautiful session. Thank you so much for the audience. Stay tuned to the page of humans of Metikera. We will be back with another episode of Podcast Series. Till then, have a safe day. Bye. Bye, Rabia. Bye,
1: everyone. Bye.